Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thanks so very much for tuning in today. What a blessing to be together. Glad to start this work week with you and thrilled that we were able to be in church yesterday. Hope you were as well. How blessed it is to be able to gather together. The recent snowfall and freezing temperatures kept many churches closed uh, last Sunday a week ago. But now, thank God, we have been able to open again and Many churches have had services. We were able to have one service, one combined service on the Sunday of the big snowfall. And we were blessed to look at the treasures of the snow and realize that God has a lot to say by the snow and the cold. And we were blessed here in the church, but greatly blessed to be able to come to church yesterday and have full services. How thankful we are. Hey, listen, I was uh, reading out of uh, Exodus and also in Proverbs 29, and uh, I found uh, some verses there. I've read them hundreds of times, hundreds and hundreds of times. I've read these verses, but I didn't realize something that really grabbed my heart about our land, our country, our founding fathers, and how they read these same verses, and they became a inspiration, a driving factor for them. And it blessed my heart. All of this year, there's the talks of politics, and of course, we're electing a president and changing, perhaps changing entire government, uh, but we have all of that in front of us. And I was reading some verses and then happened to grab some history at the same time and realized that Exodus 18 and verse 21 is a verse that truly was quoted over and over again by our revolutionary minds of those that were founding this nation, our founding fathers. What does Exodus 18 and 21 say? Well, the Lord was giving instruction to Moses on how to select men that would uh, rule over underneath his authority, would rule over uh, the others in Israel. And it's important. This is a verse that guided the minds of our founding fathers. It's mentioned many times in the old history, and this did it, and Proverbs 29 and 2. But look at this verse. Moreover, he says, Thou shalt provide out of all the people, provide able men, or men that are competent, such, and here's the qualification, such as fear God, Men who reverence God, have a true reverence for Jehovah God. Men of truth, get that? Men of truth, honest, hating covetousness. Not there for their own good, but there for the good of the people. They're not there for building their own bank accounts and their name and for power and prestige. Be sure you get men that are competent, men who reverence God, men who are truthful and honest. Boy, that just about knocks out 90% of the politicians today, doesn't it? And those that hate covetous, they're not in it for themselves. And as I read this, uh, it just seemed to jump out at me, particularly as I was reading some 
some uh, history of the founding of our nation and realize that this was one of the major verses that inspired the founding of our nation. And he says, these are the men that you will place over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds and rulers of fifties. And the Lord said, that's what, here's your, here's your criteria. Here's the litmus test. Here's what you need. And please go by that. Well, they also, one of the common verses in the 1700s, the 18th century, one of the common verses was Proverbs 29. I believe it's verse number two when it says that when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. So they knew that the blessings upon America, the blessings upon the new nation would be because God was being honored. That was the blessing. God was being honored. Reverence to God, truth, honesty, seeking God's will, God's direction, that was the key. And they realized that. And these verses just remind us of that. Let me just remind you and I, too, that the direction that America is headed today, it is being turned upside down culturally. And we're being told that Christianity, Christian nationalism is a word that I hear. And it's a word that tries to imply negativism to anyone spreading the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyone standing there and saying, hey, our our founding fathers knew that the blessings on America would come only through God and through following His Word. Uh, the great danger uh, of the progressivism and this elitism and this liberalism in societies here is that uh, they, they truly are going against the very foundations that made this nation what it was, the dignity of the human person, the dignity of just the human person, the moral priority of the individual, that we have a moral obligation to God, the view that man is a crooked stick or a crooked timber, some have said, but it, that, that we're sinners and we're inclined. The old heart is desperately wicked, and we have to limit our confidence in the power of the government, in the power of the state. The government is not God. You see, that's what Russia, that's what communism, socialism has taught for years, is that they're God. You don't need a God if you got a good government and a strong government. But no, we do need God. Our founding fathers knew the only blessings that would come up on us would come from Almighty God as we followed his word, his will, we chose leaders who were people who feared God, people who reverenced God, people who were truthful, folks that were not in it for themselves. Those were the guidelines, and they went by those guidelines, by the way, and how very important it is that you and I see this in our day, particularly the beginning of this year when you're going to hear every day uh, you'll be hearing politics here and politics there. But, folks, it's, it, it, it's not politics. It is simply this. It is what God has done in the past. He can do again. But have we gone to the place 
where the anti-Christianism has done their best to take away these values from us that truly has made America great, really is, made America the nation that has been envied by other nations within the world. And I think you and I today, uh, we have a responsibility. Number one, we're going to follow God. We're going to proclaim the truth. We're going to spread the gospel. No matter what label they place on us, we're going to proclaim the truth, stand for the truth, be sure, as Dr. Clarence Sexton, what a tremendous man, preacher, leader he was. He's in heaven now. But as he used to say, everywhere we want to spread the gospel, daily and in every place, we're going to preach Jesus. And we're going to do that today. Let's make up our mind. We're standing on the scriptures. We're going to proclaim the scriptures. We are absolutely going to continue, not only continue, but can I say bear down even more of letting our people know, our nation know, those out there that we can reach, that our nation was founded on these principles, Judeo-Christian ethics, Old Testament, New Testament ethics. It was based on that, and we absolutely are going to continue. That will be the teaching of today for us. As Joshua said, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. May we have that same principle. Hey, listen, mark your calendars, February 4 through 7. Our Jubilee will be right on us just days away. We want you to be part of that Sunday morning. February 4th is when it begins. Sunday morning, then Sunday afternoon at 5, and then Monday night at 7, Tuesday morning at 10, Tuesday evening at 7, Wednesday morning at 10, Wednesday evening at 7. We want you to be part of this year's Jubilee. And let's get fired up and get focused again. And God send a spirit of revival among us all. We look forward to having you. Our time's gone. God bless you. Keep you safe. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at AntiochBristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.